Yo, 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 what's going on, guys? My name is Cameron Linares, and this is the show for big money barbers and barbershop owners to improve their position, overcome their challenges, and reach their full potential. Very first episode, the first thing I wanted to talk about is myself. I want to let you guys know who I am, why I created the show, what I love to do, and why I'm so excited for the Big Money Barber Show. And the main reason I created the show is because I believe I have a gift. I think that God blessed me with multiple gifts, and God has blessed me with the gift of being a talented barber. He's blessed me with the gift of leadership, and he's blessed me with the gift of business and entrepreneurial success. And I also think that, you know, in this life, a lot of people go through life trying to trying to really understand what the true meaning of life is. And for me, and I think a lot of people is, it's discovering their purpose. And, you know, I really think that I've discovered my purpose and my purpose is to help improve the lives of others. And that's where I really get my happiness. And up until the last couple of years, I didn't, I was chasing happiness, but I couldn't obtain it. And then I discovered that when people do really well, and I've had a hand in that, it makes me extremely happy, whether it be a stranger, a friend, an employee, my wife, other family members, no matter who it is, if I can help them improve their life, no matter how minuscule it is, it makes me feel just amazing. And there's nothing that can replace that. So like I said, I, I believe that this is part of my purpose. This is part of my calling. So that is the main reason I created this. A little bit about myself. I started barbering in 2017. That's when I enrolled in school. Maybe it was 2016. I think I enrolled mid-2016. I had never been to a barber shop. I had never cut hair in my entire life. Had never, like I said, zero experience with the barbering world at all. And I was working for a lumber factory uh, where we made like plywood and stuff like that. And I had a really labor intensive job and I suffered a back injury and I could no longer do labor work. And the doctors told me I needed to get surgery, which I respectfully declined because I was really young. I was like 24 at the time. So I was living life with this terrible injury and I had just started dating Christina, who is now my wife. And she was cutting hair at the time for supercuts, and she was she was doing really well. She was making a better living than me. She was making more money than me. And she had pitched it to me a couple times that, you know, you should become a barber. You should become a barber. And I didn't really take it that serious. But then I started watching YouTube videos, and I was kind of an artsy person, and I, I was creative. And I saw the creativity going into these haircuts and, like, what barbering really was not what I had just imagined it being. And the reason I had never been in a barbershop is because my mom cut my hair my whole life. She was a cosmetologist, so I never had the need to go get a haircut. I started watching these YouTube videos and then I started cutting my brother's hair and he started cutting my hair. And the reason we started cutting each other's hair is because we couldn't get good haircuts where we were living at the time. And after being traumatized from a couple bad haircuts, we decided why not just cut each other's hair? We were broke and it was free. So then I really started kind of falling in love with cutting hair and I just started nerding out on barber videos all the time. And then my wife, when we first started dating, she, uh, she told me that someday she was going to move to Florida with or without me. I didn't believe her. And we made the mutual decision to move to San Diego. And I went to barber school there. I enrolled in California Hair Design Academy in San Diego. And I went there for 13 months full-time, graduated, worked at a shop for about three months, and then my wife pulled my card on the Florida thing. She's like, all right, I'm moving to Florida. Are you coming? And I honestly thought that I would just get her to fall in love with San Diego and we'd be there forever, happily ever after. Nope. 
not the case. She pulled my card. I agreed to come to Florida. Before we moved to Florida, I worked at a barber shop called Shortstop for about three months. We came to Florida. I had very little experience, and there weren't a whole lot of barber shops where we landed. My wife transferred directly to another supercut, so she immediately started working. That wasn't the case for me. I was trying to find a shop with an environment that I felt like I would thrive in and that I fit in. And, and being from California, moving to Florida, it was kind of a culture shock. It was a lot different. So I didn't really feel like I fit in anywhere, but I was driving, checking out these shops and I saw this place and it was a haberdashery, which I didn't know it was there, but I seen a guy cutting hair. He had a barber chair in the front window. I was like, okay, it drew my attention. So I parked, I went in. There was only one chair, so immediately I was like, this is probably not an opportunity for me. But they had a bunch of cool shit in there, so I was just like checking it out. And one of the women who worked there, I was the only person in there besides the barber and his client and the woman working there. She came up to me and she started talking to me. You know, hey, I'm Cameron. I just moved from California. I'm a barber. Bang. Immediately she got super excited. She's like, you're a barber? Yes, I'm a barber. I guess they had been looking for another barber, but since they hadn't found one, they just had this whole other part of the building just full of stuff to sell. And they told me, hey, come work for us. We'll clear out all this stuff. We'll move it all. We'll build you another station, put you a chair right in front of this window. And I was like, all right, bet, run it. They weren't lying. Within a few days, they had everything moved. They had me a chair. They had a, a station built for me, and I started working. So immediately, I started doing really well. I started getting a lot of traffic. I started um, getting my name known. And it was kind of crazy because I was I was a brand new barber, but I did have some natural talent. So I was, I was better than average, I would say. So I started getting a lot of traffic and uh, the barber I was working with at the time, he ended up getting fired. So now we had this empty station. My wife was working at that Supercuts and we had been there for a few months now and she wasn't doing that well. Well, not nearly as well as she was used to in San Diego. She didn't like the clientele that they had there. She didn't like the environment. So I convinced her to come work for me or work with me at this haberdashery. So I got her hired over there. She came over there and she immediately started crushing, building clientele super fast, was making more money than she was at the Supercuts. And she was blowing me out of the water, which I expected because she had like five more years of experience, seven more years of experience, something like that, a lot more experience than me. So she was crushing, but it was also awesome working with her because I learned a lot from her and she was really good at cutting hair say like three more months, we're working there, we're both crushing, we're doing great, we just get a house, you know, we're making a bunch of money, we decide to buy a boat. So we buy a boat and then it's like a Monday night and I get a call and it's the owner of the shop. And he tells us that the shop is closing Thursday, closed down for good, shutting the doors. And we're like, what the hell? Like two day notice, you can't do this to us. Like we just moved here, we just got a house, we just got a boat. Like. We need this income. And this was back in the day, like we still hadn't graduated to online booking. So we didn't have everyone's contact information. So we had two days to spread the word like wildfire and get as many people as we could. Well, we were like, what are we going to do? All right. Besides trying to salvage as much clientele as possible, where are we going to go? We don't want to work for any shop here. They don't have the environment that we, that we think we deserve and need to succeed. So what do we do? We open our own barbershop. So two doors down within two weeks, we had Rakish Fellow open our first barbershop, which was pretty incredible. I mean, I only had like six or seven years of experience or months of experience at the time. Luckily, my wife had management experience and understand how the business runs more than me. Otherwise, I just would have been screwed. But anyways, we opened this barbershop and we start doing pretty good. We start hiring a team 
And then it took us about five years. We scaled that business in that barbershop to having a profitability of three times the national average or three times the barbershop average in our country. So we were crushing as barbershop owners. Our barbershop was doing really well. Our team was doing really well because we really invested back into our team as much as we could. And in, in that five years, from when we opened that barbershop to about a year, year and a half later, I was hitting six figures as a barber. So I was a new barber, one and a half, maybe two years of experience. I was already hitting six figures. So, you know, I was making those numbers throughout the years while scaling this barbershop and we were doing really good. But then, you know, we were like, well, it's time for our next thing. What do we want to do? And in our area, there's not a lot of barbers and we needed barbers because we wanted to fill our barbershop. And, you know, the goal is to have more barbershops. And so, but we just didn't have the barbers we needed. The barbers we had at the time were amazing. The barbers we have now, great, best team I've ever had. But we do need more. We have a few more chairs that we would like to fill. So what do we do? We open a school. So a year later, we opened Genesis Barber Institute, and now we're in the process of scaling that, that business. And the dope part about Genesis Barber Institute is we are the very first and only Rusal school in the world right now. So we sell Rusal products in the barbershop, and we did so well, we would win awards and they would like come do trainings with us. Like Rusal ambassadors would come to our barbershop and teach our, our barbers new techniques and styling practices, things of that nature. And when they found out we were opening school, they wanted to get a hold of us and they pitched us this idea. And we, we knew it was coming because our product rep, she's freaking awesome. She told us, hey, they want to open a Rusal school and they want you guys to be the first ones. And we were like, what? Are you serious? This is freaking crazy. Us? Like, just us? Why us? You know, you, you ever have something so good happen to you where you're asking, like, why me? What did I do to deserve this? Well, they we set up this Zoom meeting with them and we get on and me and my wife, it was funny, before we even get on the meeting, we're like, yo, we're probably taking this. Like, let's just play the game. Let's act professional. Let's act like we've been here before. Like, it's not our first time to the to the rodeo. So we play the game and they pitch us and we accept. So we are now the only Rusal school and the very first Rusal barber school in the world and definitely in our country, which is freaking sweet. And yeah, that was just a crazy blessing. And it was one of those things. It all started from that barbershop shutting down on us. One of the worst case scenarios, something that we saw as like a tragedy ended up being the biggest blessing in disguise and one of the greatest blessings of our life because it really propelled us into entrepreneurship. And we've been doing really well ever since. So in my five years in the industry, I have been six-figure barber. I did 100K in 100 days this last year barbering. And the crazy part about that, I did 100K in 100 days. And I say 100 days because I only cut hair two days a week. And I was making more money in those two days a week than I was making when I was make, working full time. So we really honed our craft and how we operate. So yeah, I was a 100K barber. I was a 100K and 100 day barber. I was a highly profitable barbershop owner and I am now a school owner. The only thing I'm not doing anymore is New Year's of 2023, I decided to hang my clippers up. I retired my clippers and just decided to focus solely on building the businesses and improving my team and improving people around me and improving people, anyone I can reach online, social media, podcasts, whatever it is. I just want to help people because like I stated in the beginning of this podcast, it's, it's my outlet, but it also brings me a lot of joy to improve the lives of others, whatever I can do for them. It just makes me so, it just fulfills me so much. So if you're a barber 
or a new barber, or you know, you've been in the game for a while, but you need some tips and some advice, or if you want to open a barbershop, this is going to be the channel for you because that is what I'm going to focus on. I'm going to be bringing in some talented barbers on the podcast to talk about their techniques, their experiences, anything they have to help you guys too. And I'm going to bring in barbershop owners, hopefully some other school owners and people outside of this industry as well. Because one thing I think that barbers and barbershop owners don't do is look at other industries and apply what they can take from other industries to the barber industries or their business as a barber. And that's one of the things that have propelled us into success is we take strategies, business strategies and marketing tactics from other well-known industries or other niche industries. And we apply them into our industry and we've had massive success doing that. If you guys want to learn some good tips, you guys want to, you know, improve your career, overcome those challenges. This is the channel for you. I look forward to uh, hearing from you guys. I look forward to helping as many people as I can. Stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you for listening. A rich man.